Garfiri Japan. and welcome to yet another action-packed exciting episode of got faded japan i am your host tom tom tokyo and my name is jeremy deschner yeah welcome back to the show jeremy and unfortunately we're a man down uh johnny's uh well i guess he's feeling a bit under under the weather or he's busy or something i don't know i think he's got a headache or something something happened to him something like that man like yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of too bad because actually, by chance, I ran into him yesterday, and like he's he seemed pretty, you know, doing like he was, he's doing pretty good. What did you guys get up to when you ran into each other? Uh basically, this is like I don't know, like because like you know, I'm married, I'm boring, I got a kid, and I get one fucking day off a week. So basically, like me and my wife just take the kid to the park. We let him play until his heart's content, until he gets like you you know a little a little bit like whiny, and then we just like you know put him back in the stroller and take him home. So like we, we did that as, as per usual. And then like, just like, as we were walking back down by the river, like Johnny just like rocks. I was like, what's up dude. I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. I, I haven't actually seen him in a couple of months too. So it was pretty cool. We, we had like uh maybe a streeter or two. Nice. Yeah. Lawson actually had some craft beer that was, it was all right. Good stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, it was Johnny, he was with his wife, and, uh, yeah, n- n- another guy, Tom, who's also from Chicago, and, like, he, he got a new girlfriend that, that, was, that was pretty cool. Holy shit, does he, yeah. have, a, does he have a goatee? Uh, he's got a full-on beard. I was going to say, I, I, if he had a goatee, by Star Trek rules, he would be evil, Tom. Ah, oh, because you're talking about the evil Riker. I get you, I get you. I get well, you. the evil Riker, but before the evil Riker, bro, I'm old as shit. I'm talking evil Spock. Evil Spock had a goatee. Remember, he would look exactly like. Ah, uh, yeah, dude. Like, um, I'm not, I'm not a huge Trekkie. I kind of, I was kind of more of a casual fan. It's, it's not bad. I'm not like trashing uh, Star Trek yeah. anyway, uh, at all. But like, yeah, I was definitely way more into Star Wars because, like, I don't know, mystical, like, you know, space. I don't know, space wizards kind of won out in my book. But uh, Star Trek's still, still cool. But like, yeah, yeah, I haven't watched like a ton of it though. But there's but, certain I, I, there's certain rules. rules. There's certain yeah. rules you have to observe, you know. If you see somebody from the same place as you are with the same name and he has a goatee, he has to be evil, Tom. He's got to be evil, but he's he's got to have like the you know the devilish goatee. You know, it's got the little fucking point. Right. That's why I asked. I had to ask first, you know, because yeah. just to clear clear up that situation. So like, yeah. yeah. So, so you guys yeah, had, well, a- we had a couple of beers, man. Like no, nothing special, man. I just BS with them. Like, um. Oh yeah, the, the new Tom's got a new girlfriend. She's she's cool. Um, Japanese girl with a sense of humor. There's just not enough of those around, in, in my opinion. So she, 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 she seemed like she's fun to party with. So like, yeah, we just you know knocked a couple beers back, and then I said, all right, guys, I, I got, I got to go. I got to go go home and cook some pasta for my wife. Down by the river, I assume. 
yeah man so like yeah basically we were walking home and like uh yeah and then i just like walked my happy ass back to don quixote and then like you know yeah yeah we, we were trying to find a bar but it was like oh maybe this one maybe that one then we're just like man fuck it streeters rule yeah well, right now everything's closed by last orders by seven closed by eight i think is is the is the thing that's happening until march 7th right right now tokyo's on a kind of a soft lockdown if you didn't know if you're if you're not in tokyo so that means that last order 7 p.m and uh you have to drink it up by 8 8 p.m and then everybody has to get out and go home well they don't have to go home but they have to get out of the bar which is why well, it leads to you guys doing streeters on you know just on by, by the river well that that's the thing though it wasn't even late the sun was still up though it wasn't like super late maybe because like you know like I don't know. My kid, like, you know, runs around in the park for like an hour or two and he's spent. We just like, and he starts to cry a little bit. I'm like, all right, buddy, back in the stroller. We're taking you home. Mm, 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 mm. Get him back in the home and he's going to be fine. He's going to take a bath and go to bed, right? Yeah, pretty much, man. So, like, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like, for, for parenting, man, it makes your life easier. It's like, all right, dude, just like, here's the park. Just fucking go nuts, run around, scream, do whatever you want, and then Turn off that hire yourself the fuck out so like you can go to sleep and I can get some fucking me time. Right, right, right. Fucking brilliant. That's that's how it works. Yeah, pretty much. So are the are the cherry blossoms out down there by the river yet? Uh no, but there's like there's a couple trees here and here and there that are special, like Sakura that bloom early that I've seen. Oh, those are called peach trees. Yeah. Peach oh, trees oh, are yeah, made. Right. I actually know you're right. Like that used to be like big in China, but like I think I think Japan like didn't want to like copy China, so like right. the, the they're the ones that kicked off like you know the whole Sakura things. They wanted the cherry blossoms. They wanted that to be like uniquely Japanese. Uh, no, there's there are ways off, but it's supposed to come early this year, so maybe probably in a couple weeks we're looking at. Yeah. Hey, check this out. Look what I'm drinking here. You see that? Glenfiddich. Glenfiddich. You say with the K on the end. Glenfiddich. Synthetic? Is it yeah. German? No, that's Scottish. That's uh, Scotch whiskey, my friend. Oh, no shit, man. That's 12-year-old Scotch whiskey uh, with a signature single malt. I think it's single malt. Oh, fucking dude. Yes. Yeah, single fucking malt. Hell, it doesn't say blend. Yeah. I got that. Oh, fucking hell, dude, man. Yeah, you have to... Yeah, that sounds, that sounds like right good. I, I tend to try and stay off the hard liquor on the show, but Johnny always pressures me to drink, but dude... Like the last time we did this show, we were wrecked. He's like, "Don't drink more tequila," and I'm like, "I I can't fucking read the news, dude." <laughs> Getting wrecked. I'm, I'm, I'm on beers only. Oh, actually, real quick, uh, can, can we can we can we raise the glass and give a cheers? I'm drink, I'm drinking whiskey, but let's raise the glass. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, fair enough. I, I'd like to give a cheers up to the emperor for basically giving us a day off tomorrow because it's his birthday. Yep, yep. The Emperor's birthday is tomorrow, the twenty third of February, uh, day before my wife's birthday. Yeah, she her birthday's on the twenty fourth. Ah, no shit, man. Yeah. So you got anything special planned tomorrow? Uh no, no. With with COVID, there's not there there isn't anything we can really do. But I'll, I'll I'm a good cook, so I'll cook something up for her. I mean, that's fucking cool. That's like that's pretty much basically what we, me and my wife do. It's just like we got a kid running around this like you know a drain on the finances but we're both damn good cooks so we just like that's kind of how we roll that's good plus i like staying home no i don't mind it man look at this yeah, man cave right. i've got here bro i like no man cave. dude, dude, dude yeah. like yeah. dude if, if i were you dude if i had a man cave that awesome i would never leave the fucking house i swear to god 
I don't. Yeah. So that's me. I'd be some creepy fucking weirdo with this crazy ass fucking long scraggly beard and these fucking bloodshed eyes. Be like, yes. You'd be evil, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) You could be evil, Tom. We'll have to get the other guy on. Yeah, uh, Tom. Yeah, yeah. He he was good, man. Yeah, he's he's a punk rocker from uh, yeah. He's uh he's in the band uh, Punk Ass Summer. We interviewed him like uh I think a little more than a year ago. Yeah, and like you know he's a he's a fun guy, man. He cracks jokes nonstop. You know, good sense of humor, fucking cool guy. Yeah. So yeah, so That's yeah, good. I'm kind of yeah. No, no, man. He's like you know fucking nothing but the best for that guy. But like uh, yeah, you know just 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 situations like that kind of in retrospect kind of make you make you miss like you know how things used to be so it used well, to be like you know, since johnny lives close i could just fucking call him up be like hey bro you free yeah let's fucking like you know run over run out to the river and get a grab a beer or two and just bs yeah those are the good old days but those are coming back i think they'll be back uh maybe by 2022 yeah well, i'm I, I, i'm gonna be honest i'm hoping a lot hell of a lot fucking sooner dude yeah, uh, what are we, we're supposed to get the vaccinations in what is it June? So uh, I'm fucking hoping so. Once they start vaccinating people, man, that fucking shit will get kicked out, and hopefully we can have the Olympics. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I seriously doubt it, but I hope so. I mean, let, let's be honest. There's no real word on that, but like, I don't, I don't think Japan's just I, Japan's a dog with a bone when it comes to the Olympics. I don't think they're gonna willingly give it up unless yeah. they're basically. Oh, sorry, man. A bit of a hiccup. No, I don't think they're going to give up, up the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, I don't think they're going to give up the Olympics, and they're unless they're basically forced to. Because like even last year, they did not want to fucking cancel. It was only a, a, until like a you know when like maybe a dozen or so countries backed out and said, "Yeah, we're we're not fucking going to the Olympics." And That's then the same they were like, happen this year. I think the same thing's going to happen this year, regardless of what happens. Uh, my my number of uh, Olympic gold medals is not going to change. Yeah. Um, I think that's a fair point, man. Like I'm, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm, I'm, all I'm saying is like, we're, I guess we're going to have to wait and see there. Like, like, as you say, there's a very good chance that just like that this shit not going to happen. Yeah. It yeah. really depends on what's going to happen with like uh, the UK and France and Spain in, in, and the U S those are like some major co- countries, mm. you know, like first world countries. Uh, if they start saying we're not sending our athletes or our athletes aren't going to be safe over there, then you can just count on that shit getting canceled again. Oh, I'm sorry. I think, I, I think last year, wasn't the, wasn't the, wasn't Canada the first one to back out? I think last year, I believe it was Canada. Yeah, it might be. It might've been. I don't remember. Blame Canada. <laughs> Nothing ever went wrong until those fuckers came along. Yeah. <laughs> they attack you with their hockey stick or whatever the fuck you just you know <laughs> uh, oh man uh dude I, I i wanted to ask you like a couple questions like uh, first of all like uh okay. like we were we're in contact over the weekend man what'd you think of alice in borderland all right well first why don't you give everybody a rundown of what alice in borderland is um yeah so it's a japanese netflix series that dropped maybe a month or two ago and it's basically it's it's very loosely based off of like alice in wonderland but most of the characters are kind of gender flipped like alice is actually a dude and like the rabbit is like you know a a woman but uh yeah but basically like these three these three friends who are very very different are basically hanging out or they're they're basically all having shit days they just decide to call each other 
and fucking meet up and just hang out and like maybe, ha- you know, maybe get drunk and you just forget about like, you know, what a tough time they're having. And all of a sudden, like, you know, they start fucking around in Shibuya Hachigo Crossing and they run, they get chased by the police. They run into the toilet and then, then all of a sudden everything like shuts down and they walk out and like nobody's there. So they basically, long story short, they've been transmitted to like basically murder world where they got to go through like fucked up obstacle courses like to survive. Yeah, they never clearly explain what happened or how they got transferred. So they're at Shibuya Station, like right outside of the Hachiko exit where everybody meets. And and the cops are chasing them, so they run back inside the station and they go into that that toilet at the very end. And I think we've all been in that toilet before that, at uh, yeah. Shibuya Station. And even in that stall, man, I was I was watching that yesterday going, I'm taking dumps in there, bro. And so there's three yeah, guys. Same here, same dude, same, 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 man. Yeah. There's there's three guys, they're inside the toilet, which is I, if I see three guys going in the toilet, either they love each other or they're all doing coke. I don't know what's happening yeah. in there, so I, I, I try to avoid I mean, yeah. those situations at all costs. Yes, yes, you basically said it, but yeah, pretty much. Uh, you know, maybe these guys love each other, or maybe they're doing coke. So, yeah, so the three guys running there in the stall, and then suddenly, beep, 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 lights go out, and they come out. One guy's checking it out, and then like. Um, there's no one around. It's just like the, I was thinking to myself, having been in Japanese TV and Japanese movies before, they must have been filming at like five o'clock in the morning because there's literally no one in Shibuya. Oh, yeah, because yeah. Yeah, yeah, like I, I've been there because especially even that spot, because I've lived in that area for like more than 10 years. Yeah. And it, it's kind of weird how they do it because they're, they're fucking around in Hachiko Crossing, which is literally like the busiest street crossing in the entire world. Back before the the COVID came, like they're like on a, on a busy day, like more than three million people crossed at that intersection. Okay, so for example, every time you see a movie that deals with Japan, they always show those people crossing at the cross section, right? Yeah. They show that once, and that's, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about that place, the most famous crossing, road crossing in the world. Especially, it's in every Japanese movie. But go ahead. Yeah. Well, not only that, it's like it's like, if you see a TV show of like you know space in New York, they always like show like Times Square, and they always show like uh, Central Park. Yeah, and if they mention Japan, so, yeah, so, they show so, a train. So even if like, are oh, you first? Yeah, oh no. So I was, I was gonna say, so like, they always show those two places. So it's kind of the same for Japan. So even if you like never actually physically been to this spot, you almost feel like they kind of know them because it's so like oversaturated. Yeah. So anytime they show a movie about Japan, they they'll they'll show a train going by really fast or a bullet train going by really fast, or they'll show that that crossing, and it's usually from mm. an aerial shot, right? So these guys, mm. they're they're stuck out there and they're fucking around and that's what the cops didn't like. The cops didn't like them fucking around while, while it was busy, and then um, they chased him into the toilet and they came out of the toilet. No one's there. And I was saying, um, they had to film that at like five a.m. as soon as the sun came up because it's daylight, but there's literally no one around, and it's like, uh, you know, you can hear your yeah. echo. But yeah, because I, I I was really wondering about that too. Well, this it's not just that okay that that's a big deal, but like also that that like anywhere in Shibuya, that place is busy as fuck. I'm guessing yeah. like you know the the COVID might have lightened up the crowd a little bit, but still, man, like to get like to, for them to do actual shots and like that busy a fucking area is nuts. Well, it's what... it also weird weird to see it because like I I know that area intimately, and like it's weird how they chose to do it because like the cops run out from the opposite direction was like to get into that fucking toilet. They had to run right by a fucking cop shop. Yeah. And like the cops were coming down the stairs from the train. It's like, that's not like how it is, but okay. I'll suspend disbelief. Yeah. There's a, there's a Koban or cop like a box at the very corner right there. 
Um, so I was going to say, um, they didn't film this movie during COVID. Dude, this was must have been filmed before COVID. So this probably it, it takes a while to go through post production. So this is probably filmed a year and a half or two years ago. So probably right before COVID actually hit. So you actually see. Oh, I know so, bro. You don't you don't just film a movie and then two days later put it out on Netflix. You, you have to have some kind of quality control and some kind of post production, and sound and music and special effects and everything. That that all takes time. Okay, all right, man. I, I I tell you what, man. Like honestly, you 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 know way more about this than I do, and like you've been way more involved in like some some of these like movies. So like I will I will totally take your word for it. Yeah. Uh, I will. I I'm just saying. I, I plead ignorance. I was not aware of that. Yeah. So um yeah, they they were filming at like five o'clock in the morning. So basically, what happens is, do you guys, if you're if you're listening, do you know the basic story of Battle Royale? Right. There's like a challenge. There's a game these guys got to play. It's also kind of like. The movie in america that they made called the cube you remember that movie yeah. did you watch that yeah, yeah or, or yeah, people wake um, up inside yeah, of the cube? i watched actually i watched all of them the first one was definitely the best but like the second one was yeah okay but that's, that's the premise that's the premise yeah, was, of this movie although, although did you see cube origins i think there were four movies cube origins is actually is interesting because it kind of gave like some background on what was going on but i don't, I don't think it, was, it still wasn't nearly as good as the first movie Okay, let's focus on um, Alice in Borderland. So Alice in Borderland is like Cube, but um, they, what, what happens is they get trapped in these, in these games and they can't leave because what happens is these laser grids come down from the sky. It makes like a cool laser sound. And you're dead, bitch. Yeah, you can walk in, but you can't walk out. If you walk out, it'll slice you up, right? Because at one point they take off the guy's... Uh, name badge or whatever his uh his company name badge and they throw it at the lasers and it makes a hole in it and then mm-hmm. a couple of times throughout the movie they they establish that if you quit the game or if you if you like give up a secret of the game a laser will come down and shoot you right on top of the head through all the way through your body right down through your butthole yeah yeah it's like, coming out your butthole but i just imagine it does I, I wouldn't doubt it, man, because like, yeah, it's just like you, you're fucking powerful dead. laser. Like, yeah, it's a powerful laser. Before you have time to draw another breath, you're just like you're fucking done. You're yeah, like liquefies your brains. Yeah. 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 So they got to compete yeah. in games. These games are um, all based on levels, and the level is determined by a playing card. So if you get the ace of, uh, not ace, sorry, there's no face cards. If you get the uh, seven of hearts, it's a level seven game. If you get the three of clubs, it's a level three game. And depending on how hard the game is, and it determines how many people can survive and how many people can win. Really, really, really good show to watch. Yeah, it's it fucking excellent. It, it was good in so many ways, though. But like, it's like this is like, yeah, yeah. It's got like, like you say, like Cube was definitely an influence. Uh, I'd say Saw as well because Saw kind of as well. Yeah, yeah, the Matrix definitely, definitely Battle Royale, and I think there was a little bit of Breaking Bad on the side. The Matrix because, as well. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can see some Matrix influence as well, but I would say there's a little bit of Breaking Bad in the side because, like, two of the characters in it are just super geniuses and just like just mm-hmm. crazy, like, smart with puzzles. So they're like uniquely suited, just basically kind of kick ass at the, those kind of games. Yeah, one guy starts out as a gamer. Yeah, 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 but like, there's like, yeah, yeah, but like, basically, yeah they 
they they they get put in fucked up situations and you're sitting there thinking as like you know a normal person like how the fuck are they going to get in get out of this like you know like you would think like you know the writers kind of back themselves in the corner oh no 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 that they're that fucking smart and they can get out of it yeah it's really interesting to watch and then of course if you don't speak japanese it, it's it's uh dublin english or you can have subtitles if you want so i watched it dubbed in english because it's just easier to watch really really good and it has eight episodes very interesting yeah very fun, very yeah but dude the, that, that that far and away yeah i recommend it to johnny and johnny quite liked it as well uh, i think I, I got i got a phone call a couple of days later he's like dude you owe me two days of my life and i was like what he's <laughs> like no dude I, I, I watched like 10 minutes of that and i was fucking hooked i think that's probably like that's the best series i've seen in years man that's probably like my new favorite series yeah that was it was really well done i mean really well put together um not like a typical Japanese horror movie with a very low budget. This had quite a good budget, I would say, for the special yeah, effects yeah. and yep, the yep, sets yep. and everything they had to put together. Um, it was, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like an American American level, you know, budget uh, for a low, a low level American movie, I'd say. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It was really good. I really liked uh, some of the art direction, some of the stuff they were going at. Yeah, that like just cool, like engaging characters, and like you know, you actually gave a shit about the characters. They died. And like, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but what do you think of that fucking crazy fight scene towards the end? Uh, as a martial artist, I have uh, my opinions. As just a guy who likes movies, I liked it. Mm. So as a well, martial was, artist, it, let me guess, it was not authentic. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah. tell. When, it's it's like uh, I've brought this up before in other episodes. If you're a piano player and you watch a movie where the the main guys is supposed to be a badass piano player, and you see him touching the keyboard you're a piano player you know that motherfucker's not playing the piano somebody mm-hmm. else is playing the piano same thing with the sword fighting i've i'm not a sword fighter i don't i'm not a i'm not a weapons guy but i've seen guys who are really 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 awesome with the katana you could even go if you want to go on tiktok which i'm addicted to you go on tiktok there's guys with the katana some of those japanese guys they pull that katana out and it's like whack, 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 and they just cut this piece of tatami into like four pieces mid-air uh, and uh no i've seen some of those videos i've seen like uh i've seen like some like i think i think he's hawaiian japanese but some old like he's he's, he's like a little old man but some old katana master so have like one of his buddies like just lay down like you know bare chest and put like a watermelon on his stomach and it'll just like in the blink of an eye he'll like whip his sword out and just like cut it like right in half i've seen that yeah but, like yeah yeah it's completely clean cut but he doesn't like you know doesn't like actually cut his buddy up yeah, there's not a so mark on it. Yeah, like, yeah, which it, it's just, just like it's just really damn impressive the amount of fucking like how quick he is and like the amount of control he has. I mean, he just he knows exactly how much force to put it into and just like snip the watermelon in half, but like not cut his buddy up. Yeah. So like yeah. in Japan when they do this uh, martial art called iaido, which is the draw uh, means drawing of the sword. Um, yeah, I, I thought I thought it was called iejitsu. Is that right? It's called iaido. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, My, okay. They might have. I don't think they changed it, but it's what I'm talking about is called Iido, and it oh. means drawing of the sword. And the guy, they have a, a rolled up tatami mat, and the reason they use the tatami mat is because someone had figured out that it's the same tens, tensile strength as a human neck. Mm-hmm. So when they cut through the tatami mat, whack! It's like same as cutting somebody's head off. Yeah. So we're. We can only speculate how they figured that one out, but I think you could probably take a wild fucking guess. Well, I think if anybody would know, it'd be like the guys who grew up with swords, right? In the yeah, 
all through the Edo period and stuff like that and through the samurai period. So I'll take their word for it. And, you know, there's, there's been some people who actually come, come around and train for a long time. Iaido was dying out and um, it was just old men practicing in like uh, school gymnasiums. I've, I've been to watch it live and uh, guys come over like uh, David Lee Roth from Van Halen came over for a few years and he was learning Iaido from the masters. And now mm -hmm. uh, what I was talking about on TikTok, there's a few younger people in, in their twenties mm -hmm. who are also excellent, excellent swordsmen. Uh, one, one is a female and the other one is might be her brother or, or something. Those guys are excellent swordsmen and watching them move and watching the precision of their moves. And like you just mentioned the they know exactly like when to stop moving and you know when they know exactly how those swords cut it's amazing to watch the mastery i i haven't seen any of this live i've seen videos of it like you say but like there was one time that like after a part-time job i stopped by uh stopped by one of the parks that was near my, near my job just to have a beer and a cigarette because it was like friday and like yeah i did see this this chick she was she was doing uh wushu with the chinese sword oh cool yeah, and doing just, yeah, just doing crazy fucking backflips with the sword and everything. And I was like, I want I wanted to take a video or like maybe talk to her, but I was like, I was also a little bit intimidated. I was like, should I really go up to this chick? You know, this this crazy martial arts chick, you know, who's, who's whipping a sword around like that and doing backflips. Wushu is really fun to watch, man. They they have some cool, cool, cool demonstrations when you watch them do wushu. That's like some movie level shit right there. You, you remember uh episode one, Star Wars episode one with Darth Maul? He's a wushu guy. Oh, is he? I, yeah. I, I, I never put that together, man. Like, I, I, I know what the style is, and I've, I've seen it, and I, I think, it, it, yeah, it's cool as fuck. Like, yeah, Wushu is, like, just cinematic as fuck, you know, because all the crazy backflips and everything. Yeah. I, 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 I guess that tracks, though, because I think, I think Ray Park, he, he knows of, like, a bunch of mar different martial arts. I think Wushu is one of them. Yep. I think that's his main one. I think that's what he, he uh, if you go to his IMDB page, it says Wushu Master on there, or Wushu Practice. practice. Yeah. Okay. On uh, he, he is yeah, excellent. Yeah, 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 that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. And, and as Actually, Jimmy Mack once said, he'll put his foot right through your chest. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of badass martial arts, man, like Jeremy, I want your expert opinion, man. I want to know what you think about the new Mortal Kombat trailer that dropped. Oh man, Mortal Kombat. I'll tell you what, as a martial artist, that is one of my favorite games of all time. And I've been playing that game since I would say 1992. Back in the day when I lived in Texas and you'd have to go to the video store to rent a game. Remember when you, uh, yeah. did you guys have. Oh yeah, dude, no, dude, dude, dude. I know, I know you're a bit older than I, than I am, but like, yeah, dude, I did the same shit, man. Yeah. Head down to the video store, rent Mortal Kombat one and two, bring that shit home and play it on the Nintendo. That was amazing, man. I love that shit. That was fun. Yeah. The, yeah. Um, man, well, I, 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 I gotta be honest, I don't think Mortal Kombat 1 was that good a game. It's just like, you know, the fatalities, the blood and gore got attention. Like, I, I personally, I would have rather played like Street Fighter 2 any day. I like Street Fighter. But like, yeah. yeah, but like, yeah, but yeah, no, I'm done with Street Fighter 2. But like, uh, no, but like, I think like once they got the budget behind them, like, you know, Mortal Kombat 2 was a huge improvement. And then 3 was, you know, then they started like, you know, basically yeah. making a lot better games. So basically, the, the key point to Mortal Kombat, what set it apart was that you just mentioned the blood and gore and the fatalities that set it apart. Another thing that set it apart was that game was supposed to be based off Jean-Claude Van Damme. And what they had done is they had actually taken uh, motion captures of real fighters. So the moves were very realistic. And they even based, um, I think Jean-Claude Van Damme pulled out to do the Street Fighter movie. So they, they based that game 
on Jean-Claude Van Damme, but the guy, Johnny Cage, was actually portrayed by a different actor. Yeah, that, that's in the right. game. It was supposed in the to be, game. Yeah, it was supposed to, yeah, 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 you're right. It was supposed to be a, uh, what was it? Like, yeah, like basically a Jean-Claude Van Damme uh, vehicle. But that's, that's the thing, that project very nearly got scrapped because yeah. like, I think uh, Ed Boon and John Tobias were the two main developers behind that. They were just like some, you know, some scrappy young go-getters. Right. They're just like the the pro- project got passed around to everybody. They're like, hey, the basic was like, hey, can you knock out a video game in like a couple months? They're like, yeah, we can fucking do it. Like not realizing what they signed up for, right? And even the martial artists they got though, they they they, they dude, they're like computer geeks, man, video gamers. Like they didn't know any serious martial artists. They had to like take out ads and just beg everyone, please, yeah, please let me let, let, let us film you do some cool martial arts shit, and we'll make a game out of it. And I think one of the most famous gifts that you've ever seen, like I'm, I'm sure you've seen this game, this gif. There's a guy, he comes up, he's got a black gi on and he's got like a afro and he's got nunchucks and he goes, wah, 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 wah. he flicks his nunchucks around and then he tries to do a backflip and lands on his head and then he tries to stand up and then falls over again and knocks over some lights. I think that was a, that was a trial out, a trial or a audition for, for Mortal Kombat one. If I'm not oh, mistaken. It, 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 yeah. It, it could have been yeah it could have been because like yeah because i've seen in interviews like the, they, they didn't i don't, I don't think like well uh, i think uh T- tobias is left but like ed boone's still around he's still involved with like the newer stuff they're doing but like he basically he's like yeah, okay we can admit this now we're successful we did not know what the fuck we were doing it was a miracle that, that that we even pulled that off and made a halfway decent playable video game it was cool. I mean, all my friends played it. We had tournaments. You'd pick one guy and we, we you know, and then that would be your guy that you stuck with. And then you'd fight, you know, the, each other. And we'd have tournaments and, and, uh, and, and we were drinking and, you know, having a blast doing that. And then when I was in the military, um, the same thing. We had more, we had Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter tournaments uh, in the barracks. You know, you had the single guy barracks and uh, you, you would have all the guys in there uh, playing Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat. It just depends whichever one they started with and then everybody would come in and get in the tournament like oh i want i want this guy i want this guy i want luke kang you know and uh they would just choose the right guy now the movie that's coming out looks amazing compared to the old one from 1995 did you watch Mm. the old one of course dude i was i was fucking like i was in theaters in opening week i fucking love that movie i had to watch it a little bit later because i was here right here in japan when it came out but um Uh, yeah it came out and had a wicked soundtrack it had like this uh super what, what's that what's that music called like not techno it's a techno it wasn't edc it wasn't da, dubstep it was techno mm. and it had that mortal combat and it had all this good good music that went really cool with the fighting because it was the fast paced and the fighting was also fast paced yeah that's that's one of the main things like that's actually part of the a big part of the reason that i became a dj is because of that fucking music i heard that because like at the time i was interested in like techno and electronic music yeah. but like you know i was more into rock because like that's just like you know that's just how people rolled you know back yeah. you know when i was in high school Preaching but, like yeah like yeah i fucking i heard that i was like i want fucking more of this i was just i would go to like the fucking shopping malls when you actually physically bought a cd and i would just like walk in there with like a mortal Kombat cd hold up and go i want something like this like give me more of this yeah we because i remember when it came out like we didn't know we didn't know it was called techno i think i think 92 91 it came out like the techno yeah, music yeah. right 
We didn't know what it was called. It was just badass, and it was fast-paced, and we liked it. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It was good shit, man. And, like, and like the first movie was still really good. I, I understand they had to pg 13 it because, you know, obviously they're, they're going for a lower age demographic, but, like, I was still more than fucking happy to see in the theater. It was fucking good. Right. But like, this next one, man, like, it looks like definitely they're straight up going for a hard r rating there's gonna be they're not pulling punches in the blood or violence yeah because when it comes to mortal Kombat, what do we care about in mortal Kombat? we can see martial arts anywhere we care about the fatalities man we want to see those brutal fatalities right Mm. that's what we want to see that's what's going to sell and the thing and if you play the fucking next one like the, the the newest one that's out man like holy shit are the fatalities fucking hardcore I have eleven. What's what's the latest one? No, it, it's eleven. I, I think they're on season three now. I believe. I have it. I have it. I haven't. I, I just. Have, I I play other games instead of that though. But I I do have that game. Yeah, but yeah, but it's fucking hardcore. It, it's it's so hardcore that like some of the programmers and the people that do the three D graphics, the visuals are actually getting PTSD for having to go go. You know, basically write code for that fucked up like you know anatomy shattering shit cool it's that fucking hardcore yeah it's it's nuts yeah and also they've introduced like a shitload of new characters and like you yeah, can also yeah. buy a new character you can get alien you can get a xenomorph man uh that those are mortal kombat 10 but i think you can get them for 11 too can't you uh i don't think so i think that those are only that was 10, the usually 10 yeah 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 10 or x or whatever you want to call it but like yeah usually with guest characters only hang around for one game and then then just move on to the next Okay, because no, I, I have like both. The, I have both of those Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Well, X is really cool because you can get the alien xenomorphs, you can get fucking Jason, you can get Freddy Krueger, you can Leatherface. get Leatherface in there and make them all fight each other. Yeah, yeah I love that. The newest one, the newest one, they got cool characters. They got the fucking Joker, who yeah, everybody knows him. I love fucking that. Robocop, Terminator. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, really cool shit. Yeah. Those are all cool, man. And they're they're um they're, if you go on YouTube, you can watch all the fatalities for them. Yeah, 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 man. Like, yeah, I, I fucking I've, I've watched them. I watched them a bunch of times. Then hell, actually, like if, if I got two or three minutes to spare, I'll just fucking watch a random match between two characters because like sure. the game the game's just so well done. It's just like really you know smooth, silky, fluid with the combos and everything. The gameplay mm-hmm. kind of fast paced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So once you learn one character you can take it all the way to the end it's really badass i love it uh have you ever tried playing online no i haven't man like i, I unfortunately i don't i don't have like next gen systems man like i just play at my friend's house once in a while all oh, right right so right now the the best way to play is to play online and there are people who are just awesome at this game man yeah. like champions champions you get on there if you're not it's not a casual online playing game dude it's like you get on there and you no, know what you're doing you get smoked yeah i i would imagine so man it was like the first time like okay like i've always like my, my actually my, my jam is like i was I've always been a tekken player i love tekken and like yeah I, I fucking love it too man but like when i was in university when like tekken tag tournament came out when it first came out like i won the university tournament twice like i what was that, that? Fucking good what do you yeah? get what's that what do you get for that I don't know, like nothing major, like discount coupons to some of the stores and like a bottle of detergent. It wasn't anything special. All the chicks. Yeah. All the fucking chicks. Nah, man. Like actually though, the first time I won it was pretty fucking cool because like uh what was it? Like 
I walked in there was so fucking ridiculously overconfident. They're, they're like, you have to pick your two characters because it's a tag tournament. You can tag in and out. Okay. And they're like, which characters do you want? I said, I'm going random. They're like, are what? you fucking serious? I'm like, yeah, man, I'm going random. Fuck you don't it. care. I'll do it. And how many, like, I, how I, many fucks did you I, give? I don't give a shit. I will destroy anybody. Actually, I, I, will, I will be honest, though, actually. The only reason I won that tournament is like my my roommate actually could have beaten me, but he was the only person I've ever, ever met like at that time that could beat me. But uh, yeah, I fucking went all the way through in the last match. I said, okay, I'm going to pick my best characters. It was like uh, Jun Kazama was always my best. So immediately, like the, the guy came out a counter, fucking standing ovation, just counter, counter, counter combo, combo, and just like just just like wrecked the other dude. And they were like, damn. But anyway, but like. I say that like like I'm bragging. Then I fucking came to Japan like maybe like six months after that. I come to Japan first fucking time. I go to the arcade. I'm like I'm gonna whoop some ass. I don't care. The, I don't care if this game's from Japan. I'm gonna fucking smoke you fools. Right. And got fucking. I got my ass handed to me in Tekken. In Tekken, this dude. Is- and I want. And I reiterate, I fucking won the university tournament. Like you know, in my area, like I was the best there was. Then I fucking came over here and like just any arcade I went to, like I I, I could maybe win about 25% of the time. It was that fucking bad. That's how, how fucking hardcore like the Japanese are. But yeah, when you're talking about online gaming, I'm sure those those guys are fucking raw as fuck. So when you play when you play Tekken here in the, in the arcade, it's usually not uh, with a with a console. It's a head to head. So they'll have like this big white cabinet, and there'll be a, a a screen on one side and a screen on the other side and there's two people sitting down and they're playing each other but they can't see their hands it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty intense yeah because like again like and again because like normally in the u.s when you play like you know you're you're standing next to somebody when you're playing them but like the japanese like the cabinets are like you know it's on the opposite side you can't actually see the other person yeah so like you know because it, it, it's kind of the japanese way because like you know they might be like you know vicious as fuck in the game but like you know in per, in real life in person they're kind of non-confrontational oh, absolutely. So you, you wouldn't just you wouldn't just walk up to some random dude in the arcade and start talking shit no nah, and even in even in, in uh, mma and fighting you rarely see people talking shit like conor mcgregor style over here you almost never see it usually it's quite the opposite you'll hear people go oh he's a good fighter and i look forward to meeting him in the ring you know that that kind of like simple stuff yeah i mean like yeah it's as you say like you know you well you've been here a bit longer than me, me but like we've both here been here a fucking long ass time they're very that's not how they roll they're very non-confrontational about it even like even when it comes up to, like, you know, fucking, you know, fighting sports, they're just like, oh, yeah, 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 I've heard this guy's a good fighter. Like, yeah, we'll see what's up in the ring. Correct. That's kind of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I want to change the subject for a little bit. Another another movie that I watched on Netflix is called I, what is it called? I, I care. I, I care. Oh, shit. Let me look it up real quick. It just came out. It was a, it's a Netflix production. And it is called. It is called I Care A Lot is the name of it. And it doesn't, it's not a catchy title, obviously, but the premise of the story is really good. And it, it stars Peter Dinklage. 
Ah, that dude's fucking dope. I love that guy, man. Yeah, the I, guy I, from I, Game I, of Thrones. Dude, I, I'm going to be honest, Jeremy. Like, any recommendation you've got, because I, I feel our tastes are very, very similar. Yeah. I will happily take any, like, any fucking recommendation you've got for movies. Well, I recommend this one. If you have Netflix, watch I Care A Lot. The, the premise, and I'm not going to give anything away, is the uh, the antagonist of the show. Uh, her and her, her girlfriend are, are lawyers. And uh, what they do is they, they, they got a little gimmick worked out where they're working with a doctor and the doctor finds an, a wealthy older person and declares them like uh, d- with dementia and says they can't take care of themselves. So the, they, they assign the antagonist and her girlfriend as the guardian. And the first thing, hey. she does, first thing she does is she puts them in a home that they can't get out of. Then she makes an, uh, makes a, a letter of attorney or a power of attorney and uh, signs off all their assets over to her. And this has worked out really good for them up until this point. But uh, that's not suspicious at all. But yeah, yeah. Sure, go ahead. But uh, this time, I'm not going to ruin it for you. This time, they may or may not have met their match. Ooh, sounds good, man. It's a, it's an interesting show and it's got Peter Dinklage in it and uh, I, I I care a lot. You said it's about like I think you were talking to me earlier like an hour and forty five minutes. Yeah, it's not a big request for time. It's an hour and forty five minutes at max, and it's not a series. It's a movie, so it's really it's really worth watching. Check that uh, dude, out, dude. Did, did I tell you about my my fucking job? Like I'm doing like split shifts right now where I work like an hour, maybe an hour in the morning, and then like I don't work until like three. I've got nothing but fucking free time. Just basically dive into a cafe and just fucking watch Netflix. That's like, that's it. So I'll, nice. I'll, I'll fucking watch it. I'll get it watched within the next couple of days. You like working split shifts? Uh, no. Why not? This is split fucking shifts, dude, because like uh, I have to go out to the Oklahoma suburb. It's like kind of, kind of where, where, you, where you're at. And I have to fucking wake up at like, I don't know, not early necessarily. But a reasonable hour, then go go teach for like one hour, and then have like a five fucking hour break, and like you know maybe like you know whatever time. Like it's not good, and also like, I wound up working late, and I can't come home and have dinner with my wife, and I don't see my kid very much. So no, it's not good. Job yeah. itself, that I do, dude. The job itself I do is like fucking nothing, dude. I work about four hours a fucking day of total actual fucking work. It's nothing. Well, like, you know, the job I have is fine. It's just like, you know, I don't want to. Yeah. Uh, sorry, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But like, that's kind of how it is. So, yeah. Um. All right. Real quick. Uh, you want to dive into the news? Can I actually, can I, I'm, I'm busting for a piss. Can I take a quick piss break? And we Let's dive do that. Into the news? Let's take a break and we'll come back in a second. Right. In Tokyo and craving soul food, we've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azabujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France 
to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors. Located comfortably in Asagaya, about five-minute walk from the station. Hey, yo, what's up, Vaders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what... If I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Prepa. Are you at Harajuku with some out-of-town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete at Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each and they're worth so much more. These are, these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool, that's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you and we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. If you're going to get your fade on, you got to get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing. 
comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your bait on in style. Proper. All right, here we go, man. Uh, right. You want to go first, or should I? Uh, you go ahead and go first. All right. Actually, like, bit of a bummer this week. The news is kind of actually lame, but I found, I managed to find three really good stories. Okay. Okay, let me read the first one to you. Brown-haired girl sues Japanese school for telling her to dye her hair black. Court, uh, courts make decision. A.K.A. Japan is trying to promote themselves with Cool Japan, which is like their own fucking like video topic and trying to promote themselves and how open and how fucking cool and awesome in a place it is. Yet they can't, they keep grabbing headlines by doing stupid fucking shit. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, but they, they got a complete rod up their ass about a couple of like minor points. Like they, last time, like uh, you and me were together, we talked about the tattoo thing. It's like, yeah. dude, fucking grow up. Like no, no one gives a shit. Bigger, bigger fish to fry. Yeah, you're you're worried about fucking tattoos on fighters, like fucking you know professional fucking warriors. Yeah. But anyway, <clears throat> four-year lawsuit ends with a win for former student, but not the one she was hoping for. Ostensibly, school dress codes are supposed to be about eliminating distractions, and so it's common for Japanese schools to prohibit students from dyeing their hair. Okay, seems kind of. Seems somewhat fair, I guess. Except in every However, movie, in every movie what, you see, the girl, the uh, you know, who one of the main characters that always got blue hair or purple hair or something like that. It's kind of an anime thing, isn't it? Yeah, or yeah, or either that or weird streaks. Yeah, which is another, which is another fucking point. You watch the movies, you think that would just be normal. Yeah, it's a movie. But like, yeah, but or either that or like you know, fucking like not even like. Not even full dyed hair, but like you know, maybe just like some streaks or some accents or something weird. Hmm. That's fucking cool. I, I think it looks pretty hot. I don't mind. Hey, let, let kids be kids, man. Yeah. Was the, the, uh, not the first Japanese girl. The second Japanese girl that I dated, like she dyed her hair like hot magenta pink. Is this the mean one? No, 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 no. Oh, this, this is like way before. This is like back in the universe. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that fucking bridge is done. I'm not fucking talking anymore about the, about the crazy talk, but like, <laughs> so like back, back in the day, like I had this girlfriend, she had, she had kind of short hair, which I'm kind of not into, but like, you know, she's kind of a punk rocker chick. Mm-hmm. And like, she usually covered herself. She had, she had a nice porn star body. She had big tits, big ass and every, everything like the works. But like, for whatever reason, she decided to cut her hair, her, her hair short and dye her hair, like hot magenta pink. Wow. And then, like, when we were at the shopping mall, she's like, oh, I want to buy these, like, T-shirts. So she's buying these, like, super, like, like really tight, like, form-fitting. They were, like, a size or two small for her, and her just big tits would hang out. And, like, they would say, like, you know, just stupid, nonsensical English. Like, one of the T-shirts she bought, she was wearing this. Like, uh, it was, uh, you said, like, a cute cartoon elephant. It said, more bounce for the ounce across her fucking giant rack. <laughs> I get and it. I was just like, I was walking around, we were walking around the shopping mall together, and like, 
We went to GameStop and every, you know, like, you know, the type of people that are in there, you know, these like fucking otaku, everyone's just like fucking staring at with their tongues on the fucking floor. He's a living like, animation character. I know, I know. I was like, that's, that's exactly what I said. I was like, oh my God, I'm dating an anime character. Literally, they make pillows about her. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was, just, it was just pretty fucking wild. Cause like, I swear to God, like, you know, like, fucking how do you say like she walked in there there's like four or five employees in there and like all all the fucking dudes are staring at her and like immediately they're just fucking crowded around they're like yes can we help you what would you need all all the fucking the entire fucking shop just kind of crowded i'm looking for this game uh with this one uh i do have a japanese version i want a japanese version (laughs) you know it's just say i was fucking wild but anyway but like yeah that's uh that's uh unfortunately not kind of real life that's uh, that's what kids get, get to do and experiment when they're in college, not when they're in fucking high school. Apparently not. So what happened to this hooker? Uh, however, problems can occur if schools rigidly assume that no one dying their hair will always result in everyone having the same hair color, which is not fucking true. Though the vast majority of ethnically Japanese people who make up the vast majority of schools, the vast majority, vast majority, stop repeating yourself, you fucking article, have naturally black hair. Some Japanese hair is instead dark brown. This can lead to situations where a school tells a brown-haired student that they have to dye their hair black, often predictably not knowing that the student's natural hair color is brown and that they're trying to get away with dyeing it. That was the case man. I know it's fucking it's it's ridiculously dumb. Well, if you're if you're mixed race, if you're a mixed race and you don't have like jet black hair, you, you could be half half of another race in Japanese. You're not going to have yeah, exactly the like, same look as, as all the other <clears throat> Japanese kids. That's yeah, exactly. Nature, also, like, yeah, case in point, I don't, I don't know about your kids because I never met your kids, but like my, my son yeah. has the same, like, uh, I, I got dark brown hair. He's, yeah. he's got the exact same hair color. I'm, actually, I'm a little bit jealous because he's got a little bit more hair than I do. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man. But anyway, uh, yeah, that this is the case for uh, a teen attending. Kai, uh, Kaifukan Prefectural High School in the town of Habi, uh, Habikino, Osaka Prefecture. The girl enrolled in 2015 and was reportedly told that she had to dye her hair black. The girl insisted that brown was her natural hair color, but the, stu- uh, the school says that, that, that three teachers examined the roots of the girl's hair and found them to be black, which they took as proof that she had been coloring her hair. That's There's bullshit. nothing fucking creepy about a school demanding to examine the roots of a girl's scalp. Look, man, if I if I go to the beach, I, when I worked in Okinawa for a whole year, I was outside every day. So my hair became fucking white, basically, just from the sea salt, the, um, you know, staying oh, out in the, the sun. Yeah, uh, you're talking like you got you got sun bleached, got sun bleached. Right. And even though my natural hair color is dark brown like yours. But when I was working in Okinawa for a whole year, it was like white because of the sun in the in the salt water so she mm. could have the same she could have the same reaction what if she's a beach girl who likes to hang out on the beach or likes to go swimming <clears throat> swimming in the chlorinated pool you know and that just that, that naturally just dyes her hair well it's entirely possible so i think uh i think they found out with genetic testing there's like what is it like uh there's actually three different like races of like japanese people there's like the main Japanese, which it's debatable, like through the genetic testing, either came up from like, you know, Korea, you know, possibly, you know, same genetic stock as Chinese or possibly from further south. There's a debate on this. 
And then the, there's the Ainu people, which are like the native ones that came down from Russia, which are like during the Ice Age, with their they've been so isolated, they're on the, their own set of, uh, how do you say, like uh, genetic, like genetically separated group. Yeah. The native people. And, but recently, I think within, within the last couple of years, they found out there's actually a third group and they don't know who the fuck they were. Just, they found genetic markers that don't match either one. There's like, there's some other group around here yeah. just doing stuff. And like, they're, they're basically, they've been integrated into the population because again, like, you know, Japanese are the Japanese. The fucking 97, 98% of the, you know, people in Japan are Japanese. Right. Well, a lot of them, a lot of them have Mongolian blood as well. So, like when they're born, they have a blue dot on their ass. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Mongolian. You're right on that. You're you're very correct on that. Uh, Genghis Khan was very much bred in love. Yeah, pretty much all of Asia has some kind of um, DNA related back to the to the Khan, right? And then you can always tell the Mongolian blood is because when the babies are born, they have a blue ass. So really. If, yeah, if you tell if you tell a Japanese, uh, I've, 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 I've heard about. I, I, no, no, no. You're you're right. I've I've heard about that. I've I've never actually seen it because I'm. It goes I'm away by the time you'd see it. Yeah, unless you have a baby. Yeah, I, I, I'm not in the habit of walking into delivery rooms and examining a baby's ass, but like, yeah, yeah I've heard about it. Yeah, so by the time they're an, an adult, that's normally gone. Sometimes there's a little bit left, but normally it's gone. But uh, when they're babies, though, they have a blue ass. Okay. Um, cool story. Actually, you know what? Let's, let's let's just save the commentary for a little bit later. Let, let me just finish the article. All right. But eventually, and then, then we can comment on it. Eventually, the girl who is now 21 years old claims that she was told, quote, if you're not going to dye your hair black, then there's no need for you to come to school, end quote. Feeling pressured and distressed, the girl did indeed stop attending classes, and the school then removed her, her name from the class seating chart and student roster. But instead of the school's administrators on campus, the woman decided to see them in court in 2017 and filed a lawsuit over the incident, uh, incident asking for 2.2 million yen, a USD about 20,250 in compensation. On Tuesday, an Osaka court handed down its ruling, finding neither side to be completely right. Presiding judge Noriko uh, Yokota recognized the validity of the school and set like uh, to set like enforce its rules relating to the hair color, saying, "Quote: Such rules have been established as having reasonable, legitimate, fair, uh, legitimate educa educational purposes." Ah, blah blah blah. Go fuck yourself. And so, maintaining student discipline is within, regardless of recommendation. Uh, I'm not even going to fucking read the article, the rest of the article, because you fucking get it. What I'm talking about. I do. So she kind of won. That's good for her. That's yeah, right. but like uh, but total, total, instead, instead of getting like you know like twenty G's, she got like maybe three. Uh, yeah, a little over three thousand bucks is the, the final ending, which is not gonna. She got forced to drop out of high school, man. Not gonna change anything. Yeah, it's not. That's not really. That's not really helping her out. But I, I thought for sure like they turned a corner because like there was an article we read uh, a little bit less than a year ago that said. Uh, one girl basically got forced to dye her hair, and like after she graduated and went to university, she wound up suing the fuck out of him. She got like north of twenty G's. Good, because like basically she was able to go go to doctors and prove that like her having to repeatedly dye her hair was like basically caused per permanent damage to her scalp. Yeah, and her hair. It's not. It's not good for you. Yeah. Yeah. 
But the, it goes back to the same fucking discussion we had like a couple weeks ago, last time we talked. Like Japan should just, they, they keep trying to say, we're open, we're open minded. You have foreigners come on in, experience Japanese culture, blah, blah, blah. They keep doing stupid shit like this where they t- pick a minor point where it's their fucking hill to die on and they just have a rod up their ass the entire fucking time. Yeah. Well, also, she's in the Kansai, so that's not like in. Uh main area of the city it's not like an, she, you said she was in some place in osaka right yeah it was there osaka picture country ass people in osaka man it just depends where you are in osaka yeah you're right yeah but i wanted like but the same the same story like the that i talked about before like the girl was actually from osaka she, i think if she was from osaka proper mm. but yeah you 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 unfortunately you are correct though there are some country ass fucking hicks out there but at the same time it's like jesus man let it fucking go yeah there, about six to eight months ago i read another article they said like you know japan was like there was there was kind of an agreement within the internal like educational system they were going to give up what, what they called the black rules the black rules are based off this like forcing students to dye their hair if they're not na- they have naturally brown hair mm-hmm. yeah now but like the thing the thing that really blew this up was like apparently like for the longest fucking time, like it's school regulation that all like the girls must wear like, you know, like basically white cotton underwear with no like decorations or anything. Who yeah, it turns that? out that Japan, you, what's that? I said, who the fuck's checking that? I don't want no perv looking at my daughter's panties. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Um, turns out that uh, that's a d- direct violation of the UN like guidelines well actually not even guidelines like fucking law which japan is a fucking part of so they had to backtrack on that real fucking quick but jesus christ man you're right like i don't if i had, if I had a daughter i don't want no fucking creepo at school like looking at her fucking panties that's what i'm jesus. saying yeah that's what i'm saying i know it's, it's, just, it's just like yeah it turns out that like asking like you know telling uh teenage girls like, that are underage like what kind of underwear they can wear is like is not appropriate for you know international oh, court law hmm. imagine that if my daughter came home to me and said uh mr uh, teacher shinsei or sensei you know whatever looked at my panties i'm going to school and i'm beating the shit out of sensei whatever we gotta, no, set, no, some, I, we gotta I set some ground rules that. mr sensei yeah you aren't going around looking at little girls panties while i'm Especially oh, I, I I agree, dude. I agree with you 100, man. Like, I'm fucking. I'm really happy that I have a son, because like it's even just worse like, if it's your son. What if he's a weirdo? Yeah, well, no, even even so, but like, man, like I just I I fucking worry about like you know because like you know it's your kid. You're sending him out into the fucking world, like, yeah, dude. Like I fucking if ever any fucking creepo pervo like would ever to lay a hand on my kid, I will fucking happily go to jail for that. I will I will fucking straight up murder them. They pray, better pray to fucking God the cops find him before I do because I'm I'm just gonna start hitting and I'm not gonna stop. Word. Yeah. All right. That but, being said, yeah. I'm gonna jump into my article. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Right. Sorry, man. Take a take no, a breath, man. We got a little bit passionate. We got a little bit heavy on that one, but yeah, take man, you, you jump over to yours. Yes. I, I, pro- I promise that I promise the next couple articles are a lot lighter than that. Not mine. You just had to open up with the heavyweight to get the news flowing. Mine's pretty horrible. Hold on a second. Oh, so uh, this is a national national article. Uh, I found this on uh, the horrible site called Today uh, Japan Today. I hate that mm-hmm. site. Fuck them. Um, man gets out of taxi cab on Akashi Kaikyo Bridge and then jumps to his death. Oh damn! Yeah, this is in Kobe. 
A 20 year well, um one quick question did he tip really well <laughs> he, he swan dived all the way down to the bottom uh, we shouldn't make fun of people dying if you're thinking about committing suicide there are there are places you can call numbers you can look up on google and get someone to talk to do not commit suicide that is a coward's way yeah, out please, please 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 don't for like everybody's sake like please especially if you're 20 right. man you got so many fucking years of fucking to do stay alive yeah well that's the thing if, if people i think people that are in the 20s that are committing suicide are probably not doing a whole lot of fucking that's probably part of the problem because if you get laid man it's like you know what i was feeling kind of down but like after like you know a hot piece of ass like i think i'm all right especially if she's dressed like an anime character right yeah <laughs> right exactly that pink hair damn skippy motherfucker oh yeah all right so if you don't mind i'll go back to this article all right yeah. So a 20-year-old man riding in a taxi across the Akashi Kaikil Bridge, uh, which links Kobe to Awaji Island, asked the taxi driver to stop, then got out and jumped from the bridge uh, to the sea below on Sunday. The taxi driver told police the man got out of his vehicle at around 1 p.m. outside the, the Maiko station, that's a JR line, and asked to be taken to uh, Awaji Island. Uh, Sankei Shinbun reported when they were on the bridge about 1.25 p.m. The man asked the driver to stop. Then he got out of the vehicle without paying the fare. There's your answer. Climbed the 1.3 meter high bridge railing and then jumped into the sea. The driver called 110, which is our 911, and the man's body was found 40 minutes later, floating about two kilometers off the coast of Tarumi Ward in Kobe. The police said he was a company employee from Kobe and have not released his name. Woo. Damn. So yeah, I guess I guess that didn't didn't answer my question. He was apparently not a very good tipper, a very good customer at all. Yeah, I wonder if he had brown hair. <laughs> I wonder, man. You think you know in this taxi cab driver's head, like you thought he's just, he's just totally fucking normal. Pull over the guy probably just needs to step out and have a piss. Oh, or vomit or something, because like a taxi driver's yeah, barfing like that, right? in their car. Yeah, so it's it's common. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm totally not. I'm not you ever thrown up in a taxi cab? No, I'm I'm a, I'm a, a civilized person. <laughs> I stopped no, drinking no, way I've, before I've, that. No, no, I've I've never done it either. But like, probably the funniest story about that happening is like, me and my wife went to like a crazy fetish party, and we were like, we we're in full fucking cosplay. So I was a Joker, and she was Harley Quinn, and like the she was a Arkham Asylum Harley Quinn with the slutty nurse outfit awesome we went there we yeah it was awesome we went there we fucking went with a bunch of friends we partied fucking hard it was great had a good time and then like basically about four in the morning the the trains usually start up about five or the four in the morning we're just kind of like to look at each other and like this one you know you got like a good relationship when you like communicate just look at the person like i know what you're thinking and we're just kind of like look at each other mutually agree like maybe it's time to get a taxi cab home but like you know from like from Shinjuku to my place is only maybe about 30 bucks. Mm. So anyways, like I figure I figure, yeah, I figure we'll we'll split it. That that won't be so bad. So you like, you, yeah, anyway. So anyway no, What's that? You made your wife pay half? No, yeah, why well, wouldn't I? I'm an equal opportunity employer. Okay, never mind. Go ahead with the story. <laughs> but uh yeah, yeah. Anyway, so we, we, we hop in there. 
we we hop in there and like you know it's fucking it's one of the rare occasions we got a female taxi chat driver so we're just like you know we're, just, we're all fucking wasted we're just bs and back and forth and blah 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 and like this lady drives us right up to our fucking apartment and like i was like hey honey can you pay half and she's like starts making hand wave gestures and the girl the lady opens the door and immediately my wife sticks her head out the fucking door and just fucking empties her guts all over the side she didn't get any any inside the taxi cab but if she's just like fucking uh, boots yeah proper puking and i was like damn good on her for holding yeah, yeah yeah i know like good on her like you know it's the fucking japanese self-control i just like look at the lady i was like yeah i'll i'll, I'll, I'll pay the fare don't worry about it it's like yeah yeah, yeah honey. you just you, you puke as much as you want you didn't hold her hair up for her uh she i think at the time she actually cut her hair oh okay so she had she had short hair so like she didn't need help with that oh good was she okay i, I assume she's still alive now so she was okay but you just got her back in the apartment and everything was fine yeah dude but like that's, that's the thing like my, my wife's not a big drinker i was like really shocked to see this because like i think the entire time we've been together like what seven six or seven years i think now and i, I think i've only maybe seen her drunk maybe like four or five times damn yeah, and it's like she, she she's just like she's kind of like a casual social drinker. She'll have a couple of beers. She'll maybe get a little bit of a buzz, and then she's kind of like, yeah, okay, I'm done. But yeah. like for me, like the amount of times she's seen me drunk is, well, quite a bit. Well, I imagine so. <laughs> Probably as many times as the people who like this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> we're up to fucking. We, we didn't even say what episode is. We're up to five. I think we're at five eighty-seven now. We do. Oops. Oops, forgot to see the episode number. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, things aren't perfect. John, Johnny's not here to fucking Johnny's not here to captain the ship to write everything as like you know he sees fit, but fucking whatever. We love you, Johnny. We do. We'll see you again next week. Yeah. Why don't you do uh hop on to your next story? All right. Yeah, I'm just like eyeing this one here. Okay, um, here we go. This one's pretty interesting because it's it's kind of a little bit of a feel-good story. Okay. A uh, foreign convenience store clerk in Japan saves elderly woman. Well, sorry, Ugh, I'm gonna go again. Foreign convenience store clerk in Japan saves elderly woman from scammers with quick thinking. This uh, this employee refused to give up uh, when a senior citizen didn't realize she was being taken advantage of. In Japan, cash remains the most popular pay, uh, way to pay for things. E-money cards are are steadily gaining ground, however, but primarily among younger customers. With older shoppers still far more likely to count bills out uh, and coins at the register. So, a 35-year-old Nepalese convenience store clerk in Fukushima City was surprised last month when an elderly woman walked into the store that he works at and asked to purchase an e-money card. He was even more surprised when she told him that the amount would be uh, that that she wanted to put in the card was 150,000 yen. That's uh 1450 in USD. Sure, it was impossible. Sure, it was possible the woman was a digital savvy techno granny with scammers in Japan frequently targeting the elderly. The clerk felt like he should make sure the woman wasn't being taken advantage of. Quote, are you buying the card to use for yourself? He asked. To which the woman replied, I made some kind of mistake with a website, so I have to transfer money to them. They said they'll send the leftover amount back to a later date. Which fucking scammer, scammer, scammer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, certain that the woman was being targeted by fraudsters, the clerk cautioned her against making the purchase. However, 
the earnest to a fault woman wasn't about to shirk what she felt was a legal responsibility saying, quote, but I, but I was the one who made the mistake, she countered, while insisting that she needed to buy the card. The clerk thought that, 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 that uh, he, he couldn't take yes for an answer and continued to try to talk her out of it. And after 10 minutes of discussion, he was finally able to persuade her to call the police before buying the card. And after speaking, the officers decided to buying against it. Not only did the clerk, a 12-year resident of Japan who lives in Fukushima with his Japanese wife and son, say the woman for being uh, scammed out of 150,000 yen on an e-money card scam. His actions also prevented her from going to another store and purchasing a, a 400,000 yen card that the scammers had instructed her to buy. Quote, that woman thanked me, which made me feel really happy, said the clerk. And who he also added, I hope I can continue to help elderly citizens and help make uh, society free of fraud. He was presented with a letter of commendation from Fukushima Prefectural Police, a fitting honor for Japan's newest foreigner convenience store clerk, Hiro. Well, good on him, man. So if you don't know what's going on in Japan, like what happens is a lot of older people who have landlines still get phone calls from a guy who's like, oh, hey, it's me, your grandson. And she, and the people who are old here in Japan don't listen very well and don't recognize the voice. And like, oh, hey, grandson. And they don't ask you know him to say his name. And they'll go like, oh, I got in trouble at school and I need 150,000 yen, which is like 1,500 bucks in order to buy a, you know, a new school uniform. But I don't want to tell my mom. So I need you to go to the store and get me 150,000 yen. So the old people go to the store, take out 150,000 yen on on uh kind of like a japanese point card or something and then they'll give they'll give the number to the scammer and the scammer gets the 150,000 yen and uh and the old people are just you know they just got robbed basically over the phone yeah That's and, and it's kind of and it's kind of sad because i mean fucking what, what a bunch of dickbags like targeting the elderly people but like yeah but fortunately it is a lot of these people are like uh they're in good health and they're elderly and they've got like you know just loads of cash just laying around they just like not really do anything with and they, they, they a lot of these elderly just kind of tend to live a simple lifestyle they still cook their own food and just kind of do whatever yeah but yeah it's it, yeah so they're a prime target for scammers but like man fucking good on this net police dude for like hooking this lady up yeah because he asked her a question he's like well what the fuck are you using this for and she's like Oh, I gotta give it to this guy because he said I did something bad on the internet. And it's like, what do you mean you did something bad on the internet? And he's asking questions, all the right questions, apparently. And he's like, that sounds like a scam to me. And he saved the old lady. Good on him. Yeah. So he fucking he saved her for like you know, not only that, like one hundred fifty thousand yen at one store and four hundred thousand yen at another store, dude. That's like that's six thousand, almost five thousand dollars. I'd say five six thousand yeah. bucks. Yeah, that's that's fucking five G's, dude. That's a lot so, of money. Yeah. Man. Oh, no. So can, can I say, man, like I, I haven't known a ton of Nepalese people, but like most of the ones I've met have been very fucking cool. Like, some of the students I had before, like, you know, some of the like the, the university when I used to teach university level, some of the students from Nepalese and they're fucking really cool. I love the re- I love Nepalese. Nice. Oh, yeah. Nepalese is really good, too. Yeah, I like the food. It's uh, it's similar to Indian food, but a little bit different. But like, yeah, but like vast majority of the Nepalese people like. I might have been very cool. Like my, my my wife knows a bunch of them because like she she did backpacking in India for a year and then she like jetted over to a couple other countries. She's in Nepal for a year. So she's got friends wow. over there. And like so some of them are living in Japan. Wow. Yeah, like uh, uh 
like yeah well, like one time we went to like this uh this dude's house and he was like uh he was a professional chef slash yoga instructor and it was like it made it like authentic like you know food it was just like wasn't it wasn't like you know it was kind of way out in the suburbs it wasn't like a huge place but it was just a nice maintained well-kept place and we just like you know sat around on the floor and kind of ate some really nice food and i was like this is fucking cool man it was just fun to talk to you too i know a guy in food uh, Nepalese guy in Fudomai, he runs a place called Meow's, Meow's Restaurant. Mm-hmm. And uh, he took his wife's last name, so their last name is Meow. And mm-hmm. uh, he he cooks Nepalese food. He also cooks like regular izakaya food, like Japanese food. So it's a good little fusion restaurant out there. And every time I see him, I used to live out there. And so every time I'd, I'd walk by his restaurant, he'd lean his head out the window like, Jeremy, hey, man, how's it going? Really nice guy. You want to come in for a pint? And I'm like, no, I can't. I got it. You know, I'm going to the gym and stuff, you know. But really, really, really kind. Um, kind guy and very kind family, like you mentioned. All right, yeah. What's going to happen? Yeah. I'm going to jump into my next story. This one is also what you got going on, Jeremy. What this one's also on? food related. A little also bit of food related. Side. We can't get away from the food now, can we? No, this is actually a really cool story. Check out this story, bro. It says new products. Convenience store releases gyoza pizza sandwich for double feast. What, what the fuck? Wait, wait, wait. What the fuck, dude? You're going to have to read that again, but very slowly. I think the fucking alcohol is getting to my brain. This sounds too awesome to a thing to exist. This is drunk food from hell. This is going to be awesome. Or heaven. Depends on your perspective. If I had to choose where to go, I know where I'd go. I know where all the cool people hang. Okay, so this says, new products. Convenience store releases gyoza pizza sandwiches for double feast. God damn, that's in Tokyo. Awesome. Yeah. And it's at our lovely little friend called Family Mart. So it says if gyoza taco and okonomiyaki hot dogs were too ambitious of a combination for you, why not keep things simple with gyoza pizza sandwich? Because at Family Mart convenience stores around Japan, you'll be able to. The first thing, first things first, if you're perplexed by the pizza sand title. Don't worry. This product does not contain any of the coarse, grainy uh, beach materials that uh, Anakin Skywalker loathes. So sand. So in, in Japanese, in Japanese, you shorten words down. So sandwich would be sando. So sand, right? So pizza sand. So uh, this is a romanticization of the of the Japanese word called sando, which is short for sandwich. So this product is the inclusion of Family Mart's new lineup of microwavable hot sandwiches, or sando if you prefer, uh, wraps that are essentially a soft tortilla hot pocket with the co- uh, co- collaboration of popular gyoza chain in uh, called Osaka Oshio. The gyoza pizza sandwich are priced at 270 yen, and and are at all all Family Mart locations. They contain dumplings. And pizza sauce wrapped in a wrapped in a sorry wrapped in a tortilla, and stuffed with either pork, cabbage, and chives, and you will be eating like a, it'll be eating like a giant gyoza with the pizza taste. And they are ready for stores all over Japan. Oh my god, dude! Drunk food. Yes. My god, that sounds fucking awesome. So if you've never been to Japan, and you don't know how awesome convenience store food is. If you've had a few drinks. Or they kick you out of the bar at, at 8 o'clock like they're doing now. You can head over to Family Mart. You can walk past this 
giant freezer. You open it up, and there's combinations like this gyoza pizza sandwich. This is like a dumpling with the pork and cabbage and stuff inside of it mixed with a pizza inside of a tortilla. And then you can grab that. You can grab yourself a couple long boys, like a couple chew highs, maybe a, a ready to make, ready to drink whiskey drink and pop out there on the curb and drink it outside and eat your food outside. And no one will say shit to you. That's the beauty of exactly. Japan. AKA as how it should fucking be. No, I, no, I agree with you, but like also like, yeah, if you're in a convenience store, man, check out some of the fucking wacky styles of chips they've got, dude. Oh, I love their chips here. Yeah, dude, because we, we posted like so many just nutty photos of like, you know, the, the weird Pringles or whatever. Yeah, you can get some really good chips here. Like they'll, they'll come out with like jalapeno Doritos or like wasabi Doritos or different kind of Pringles. Like I got, we got, we got the fish and chip Pringles. I've got. Those are good. I, lo- I really sour like Sour cream those. and onion. I've got pizza ones. I've got cheddar cheese ones now. Yeah, I've got tons of those. Been, speaking of sour cream and onions, they with. With Pringles, they did like uh, it was like fried noodles, basically ramen noodles with like that kind of flavor. Nice sour cream and onion Pringles. Did, did you have those? I ate it. Yep. Yeah, I thought they were pretty good. I loved it. I loved it. I thought they were really good because like they were exactly because like basically I went online and I saw like people's reviews and like you got they got some very mixed reviews. From from my point of view, they were exactly as advertised. It was like yo. This is like fucking, you know, Pringles, sour cream, and onions in fucking noodle. Yeah. And I'll tell you what. exactly what it was. When you come to Japan and you get the, the simple 100 yen or 150 yen uh, add, add hot water, you know, uh, ramen bowls that you get from convenience stores, they're probably just as good, or if not better, than ramen you get overseas. Because I've had ramen like in L.A. And if you just go mm-hmm. to like a regular ramen shop. There's no difference, man, in like what I, I can get at a convenience store here. Like I can go to my buddy's ramen shop uh, in in uh, in LA, which is like a like a really high end one. Then you start to notice a difference. But your regular ones, there's no difference in what I can get in a convenience store over here. Nah, yeah, like yeah, they're fucking ramen. Even for instant ramen, their their game is fucking serious, man. It's not like the fucking garbage that poor broke ass college students have to eat because that's not like, cup of noodle. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, but uh, no, actually, you know, that the, the whole thing was based, it was like uh, that whole fucking ramen culture, the, the instant stuff was based off like, I think it was the Taiwanese immigrant that, you know, back 50 fucking years ago. Yeah. They just really wanted like, you know, really wanted like, you know, people to have an easy, cheap, like, you know, meal to prepare. And he didn't patent it. So he, he kind of like basically saw hardly any money from his invention. Oh, that sucks. Uh, yeah. yeah. I fucking blows. But yeah, man, like, yeah, that's what you, you like faders, man. Anybody out there, if you if you got a good idea, you got to fucking patent copyright that shit, man. So make sure make sure the other like you know fucking big bad corporate boogeyman doesn't jack your shit. And I would say copy it in the U.S. It's always easier to copy copyright stuff in the U.S. I've done it. Um, I was gonna say one last thing about Family Mart though. If you go into Family Mart and you're just here in Japan, for the love of God, no matter what your experience has been in the past, trust me, get yourself an egg salad sandwich. Those things are awesome in Japan. Egg salad sandwiches from the convenience store will blow your fucking mind. Actually, if you're going to talk about like convenience stores, man, like I'd go with 7-Eleven any day. They they, got, they have far superior sandwiches. I had the uh, fucking uh, cam, Camembert, uh, was it like, uh, yeah, Camembert uh, cheese oh, nice. and ham sandwich today for a fucking lunch. Yeah, I just have a couple of those. Like They don't always have them, though. Like some, some convenience stores have them, some don't. Yeah, but they like, run out. If I see those, I'll, I'll grab like three or four of them. I'm like, fucking lunch, done. Yeah. 
And um, if you're going to get the hot foods there, I always say the hot foods, the best place for hot foods at a convenience store, like the their fried chicken and the hot dogs and the uh, and the American dogs, which is basically a corn dog. The best mm. place to go is Lawson's. Lawson's has the best Lawson chicken. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The, the, their, fried, their fried chicken is the best. And they, always, they always keep it updated because they've got the three, flav- they've got the three flavors. They've got uh, regular cheese. Hot, yeah, yeah. Regular cheese, hot and plain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they they've always got those three, but they're always they're constantly like rotating in different weird flavors. Yeah, sometimes you'll be, you'll go in there and you'll be able to get like a also um, a karaoke, which is like a, a fried potato ball. So inside inside of this ball, the outside is like fried with like panko breadcrumbs, but inside is a potato ball, like a mashed potato ball. But inside the mashed potatoes got little bits of uh, probably ham or or, or beef. So it's it's oh uh, yeah yeah and yeah. I know what I'm talking about yeah karaoke yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah those are good yeah uh, so yeah like yeah yeah they're they're fucking like they're, their hot foods game is like fucking serious that's what I'm saying Seven Eleven's got like, got a beat on the sandwiches but like yeah those guys like Family Mart man they're fucking they're Lawson fucking, Lawson's got the hot foods Lawson. La- sorry Lawson 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 yeah, Lawson for the hot foods yeah but also like yeah they had some weird flavors like I've seen like. Uh, I've seen like butter garlic was really good. They had like maybe a year ago, but the best one they had one with that. What's that? Butter garlic chicken. Yeah, for the oh, karagi fried up. My dick just moved. Now <laughs> <laughs> well, the best one, they, they, one of the weird ones they had a. What was it? Fucking well, the hot ones are good. I like the I like the spicy one. They have like a a Tabasco flavored one. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, the, the, those are pretty spicy. I had those. Yeah, uh, they got they got good. Once in a while, they have good like something black pepper flavored. Yep. Remember, uh, remember when we we did the episode five hundred, and we went on that that cruise around Tokyo Bay. Dude, who can forget that? Well, actually, I I kind of don't remember the end of that cruise. Yeah, was I was getting to that bit, point. <laughs> yeah, I, I was a little bit too into the fucking rum at that yeah. point. You were so you, fucking you, drunk, and I was just buying like hot foods for you and saying, "Here, Tom, eat this, eat this, eat this," trying to soak up some of that alcohol. <laughs> Oh uh, no, dude! Like no, 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 dude! Like you, you, you shouldn't have. Like, at that, at that point, I don't think you knew me very well. But like Johnny should have been, should have known better to take the fucking bottle away from me because I got after a certain point, I was like, I'll fucking keep drinking rum. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> no, I was no, just that, 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 everything I could get my hands on. Eat this, Tom. Eat this. Yeah. I was probably eating. It. I was like, oh, "This is fucking day." <laughs> no, it was weird, and, and I was dressed as a pirate at the time too, which is even more hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there, there, there was like that for the episode preview. There was like cool animated GIF. It's like only one or two seconds where I think it was just me and Johnny were standing out, like you know, by the coast. Like you know, like, you see the wind like flapping on our clothes. It's kind of cool. Oh, that's cool. That was, that was a fun time. I remember. I remember. That I remember that entire episode right up until the boat docked, and I remember getting off the ship, and that that's where I just fucking black out. I just woke uh, up like you were shit face, bro. Morning. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, no, I, I was in bad shape. Like I, I remember waking up the next day, my wife's like yelling, "Like you're fucking drunk last night." Yeah. I was like, "You know what you said?" I was like, for? "Last night, I'm still drunk now," and she's like, <sighs> "I tell my like, wife, go back to bed." I tell my wife all the time, you know what you signed up for. <laughs> hey, let me ask you another question. So let's finish up with the news. But after the news or right now, let's talk about WandaVision. Oh, sweet, man. 
uh, I, I, I would like to get into that. Can I, can I read one more article, man? Because I, I swear to God, I say the best for fucking last. Okay, let's do that. And then let's talk about WandaVision. Yeah, man. I, this, this one has to be fucking read. Just even from, let, let me just read you the title and see what you fucking think about this. Bring it, bitch. 20 year old, sorry, 21 year old Nara woman arrested for sending hundreds of nude selfies to a woman in her 70s. I read this one. This is good. Go ahead. Oh, dude, this is like Christmas is just fucking calm early because I swear to God, this is like just from the title. This is one of the best articles I've seen in like at least a year or two. She's quoted you saying, I still like her. The suspect has told the police when hearing about a story involving stalking or sexual harassment, it's it's hard not to imagine or to assume the typical pattern of a man victimizing a woman. Because let's be honest, that's what fucking happens. However, every once in a while, a case occurs to remind us that it can happen anywhere and with anyone. On February 10th, uh, police responded to a complaint from a woman who barged into a restaurant in Nara City. After the officers interviewed the suspect, it was learned that she had worked there uh, from uh, spring of 2019 uh, to about February of last year. As a result of the incident, the woman was arrested on suspicion of violating the Stalker Control Act because she was said to be infatuated with a former co-worker there who was in her fucking 70s. Damn. All right. The following day, the former co-worker went to the police to present further evidence. 293 messages on her mobile phone which contained nude photos of the suspect as well as other obscene content. The mails were then sent were sent between uh, September 23rd, oh shit, that's my birthday, to October 15th, which works out to an average about an average of about 13 a day. Damn. I know. That's fucking hardcore. That's almost like a full-time job right there. Uh, in custody, the suspect r- reportedly admitted to the acts and told the police, quote, I still like her. I sent a large amount of mails because it felt good to spoil her, end quote. Hmm. I don't think this uh, little lady's being feeling very spoiled right now. How good is that 70-year-old pussy? Yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> dude, like, in any, like, dude, I, I'm not trying, let's, let's put, like, sexual orientation aside here. Like, any relationship, 20-year-old and a 70-something, like, that's nuts. What the fuck do they talk about? Probably nothing. They just fuck all the time. Uh, well, let's, let's read further. I actually, that's, here's the sad part. I don't think they actually fucking did this. This girl's just like a crazy fucking stalker who had like a fucking fantasy relationship in her head. Damn, it's all fake. Yeah, with with her admission only serving to make the case more convoluted. Readers in the news sites were blah blah blah. We, we, we're we're going to skip uh, the, the Twitter quotes, but saying everybody's going to say the same thing. Like, what the fuck? That's like a well, many readers appeared. Yeah. While many readers appear to have drawn their own conclusions about what happened, the nature of these women's relationship is still unclear. According to NHK, the suspect also told the police, quote, my mother didn't show me very much affection growing up, but the victim taught me very kindly and I grew to like her. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. The fact is that she is now charged with stalking would suggest that, that, that her love was not reciprocated. In fact, the woman in her 70s also reported repeatedly contacted the police back in spring of uh, 2020 about another naked photo incident after which police issued a warning to the suspect of the phone. 
hopefully their problems can be resolved and each woman can receive assistance that they need, whatever that may be. Okay, so maybe she was. We don't, we don't know. What, what do you think was going on here? Well, they're both fucking crazy. That's the first thing. It's like you said, who would get involved with someone 50 years different in age, right? What the fuck are they going to talk about? What, what the fuck do they have in common? Also, that's like a grandma and a, and a granddaughter getting involved. That's the age yeah. difference, right? 50 years. Yeah, but he, she, she even straight up mentions it like a familial familial relationships. Like, dude, man, like, don't get me wrong. I got like, you know, like female relatives, but like, you know, like, like my sister is like, I don't want to like, I'm always happy to receive their mail and like, you know, BS with them back and forth, but like, I don't need to see any fucking nude pictures of them. Cause like, dude, it's your fucking sister. I don't want to see that shit. Yeah. That's a, that's, that's a good analogy there. Um, but uh, the thing is like, um, I don't know what to say that that girl, Hey, if they love each other, love is love. What can you do? But if it's one sided, then somebody needs to get help. You know what I mean? Yeah. But this, it makes it okay. The first first time I read this story, I was like, "Yo, this fucking twenty one year old chick is nuts." And then saying that, then they say at the end, follow like the last sentence, like, "This is not the first time the seventy year old has had to fucking report someone to the police for fucking sending unsolicited new photos." It was another female. It's like, damn, that's like a cougar's cougar, man. If she's How like, you know, a like seventy year old though. I don't know, man. See, that that's a weird fucking thing. Let's be honest, like, dude, like Asian women in general, especially the Japanese, like, they like they look pretty good up until it, well into their fifties, and then after a certain point, it's like, yeah, then they just look fucking old. But like, I'm, if you look at like Raquel Welch, who's probably in her seventies now, she's pretty hot. She'll make you change your mind. Yeah. yeah, but like, I'm gonna be honest. That's like that's a little bit of Hollywood magic. I think she's I think she's had a bit of work done. And it's also like one one in a million right it's like uh to be that level of hotness at 70 that's like one in a million i think i i i didn't read it on on the air but like uh i think i saw an article like uh sometime last year about the world's oldest porn stars a japanese lady who's pushing 90 no that's so wrong that's yeah yeah i'm I, 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 i'm gonna be honest man like i saw pictures of her, like her like you know kimono like fully clothed and i did not need to see anymore i was like no 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 that is so fucking no hell no but i mean how does that even work i don't understand how that how what's attractive about that it's not my cup of tea i'd say apparently some people are into really fucking guilt pussy though that's this isn't even the thing. Like, actually, one of the jobs I work for, like, my boss actually fucking came on to me, like, just like properly came on to me. Was she seventy? Uh, no, but she was in her sixties. Was she working at a restaurant? Uh, no, she same lady. Then, dude. Was a high school dude, but dude, Might like, be that same seriously, I, I, I thought it was pretty fucking crazy and kind of creepy because, like, literally, she's the same old as you know, she, she's sorry, she's the same age as like you know the, my mother gave birth to me. I was like, yo, this is like no, 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 no. Yeah, that's that was creepy. not happening. That was like, uh, I, 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 I was pretty creeped out about that, and I thought it was kind of inappropriate because you know because you know she's kind of my fucking boss. Yeah, depends how bad you want that paycheck, right? Not that bad. 
Nah, I would I would have to turn that down. I was going to ask you, like, if you think back throughout your conquests, you have to think about like what was the oldest, like, our biggest age gap that you had. You know, you know what I mean. Like, what was the oldest person, like, farthest away from your age that you'd ever been with? And are they still, mm, are they still I, alive? When I, when I was in England, I slept with a girl that was twelve years older than me. Okay, so she's probably still alive. Yeah. Okay. Just and I think I think the opposite direction. I think I've I think I've been uh, was with one girl who's about eight or nine years younger than me, and I I don't recommend that man because like it's just like of course she uh, was already an adult. Yeah, no, she was an adult, but okay, like how do you say like, I, I was in, I was in my thirties. Like she she was a she was a university student. She was okay. a graduate student at West State University. Yeah, she was an adult in the twenties. Okay. I, I, I dude, I, dude, <laughs> I, I I understand like. You, you, I, I completely understand you wanted to have to clarify that because for legal I, purposes, have, yeah, for legal purposes because I have worked at a high school and I, dude, I, 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 I I'm, I'm not. Let's talk about one division, bro. I, I, I've had junior high schools. Girls let's talk about one division. Let's, let's stop. Like, let's no stop talking about stop ever. talking about that and let's talk about one division. All right, man. What do you think? <laughs> All right, so have you, you, you and I have had conversations off to the side on chat and stuff because you and i both are into marvel the marvel universe quite a bit as you can see if you're watching this video you're watching this video there's a picture of me and stan lee together hanging out there's my captain america shield i got spider-man all over this place it's 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 one of my favorite things so um i'm a big spider-man fan but i'm also a fan of the avengers i'm also a fan of the x-men i love all things marvel as you do so when we were talking, yeah, when we were talking, you were asking me like, what, what's, uh, what's WandaVision based on? And I said, WandaVision is based on House of House of M. Oh, drop yeah, I'm here. All right, there you are. So yeah. WandaVision, WandaVision is based on the House of M. And at that point, I don't think you'd watched any, but I think you're caught up now, right? Yeah, I'm caught up. Like, yeah, basically. No, because like, uh, I think when you originally say that, I'd seen a few episodes, but I think it was a little bit behind you. And you were like, you were like, no, dude, I'm I'm serious, man. It's based off a of house of M. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I, I really, really thought, like, basically, me and a lot of other people on the internet thought that it was based on like, um, I don't remember what the storyline specifically is called, but within the last couple of years, like there was a storyline where Vision decides, like, basically say fuck everything and basically just kind of go on vacation and like manufacture his own family he's got two twin got he's got a wife and two twin girls like one's good one's evil and like, they're also synthoids those are also yeah, synthoids yeah synthoids yeah but but if it's if it sounds like a lame like you know storyline setup is it from the 80s yeah that was about 86 86 more recent yeah i think okay. that was from the 80s yeah it might have been 90s okay but I, okay. I remember the one you're talking about, like Vision had his own house and he kind of based it off of like a, almost like a, um, uh, a sitcom, kind of like, a, kind of like what we're looking at now, but House of M is what uh, WandaVision is based off of. You, you agree, right? No, no, no. I agree now. Like uh, last time we had this conversation, I was like, no, no, no. It's, it, it's, it's this, this other one. I was convinced, but like, nah you, you were fucking right man like uh so house of m like basically the storyline goes is like vision dies gets wait, killed wait, off say spoiler alert if you have not watched the show turn off now I, I, I'm, I'm talking i'm talking about the comic book that came out like more than 10 years ago 30 years ago it's 85 yeah 
Oh no, House of M was House no, of no, 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 no. 2000s. 2000s, yeah. Yeah, I think it was 2000s. Basically, it came out more than 10 years. So spoiler alert, if you haven't read the comics, like you're probably not going to read them now, but like no, like basically Vision dies and, you know, Scarlet Witch goes fucking nuts and it basically decides like over time decides to rewrite the entire entirety of fucking reality because she's that fucking powerful. Yeah, so there's different levels of heroes. Like um there's she she's what's what's called a nexus hero. So she's a nexus creature which means that um, in the multiverse she lives between between the verse the multiverses. So she's not really affected by any of the time changes. She's a yeah. nexus. Well, n- not more. Not not only that though, but I thought like you know she's a mutant. I thought officially she's a uh, she's one of the omega level mutants. Yeah, but she's an omega, but um she's also she's an omega, but she's also a nexus creature. So yeah. you're gonna okay. find out later that nexus lives in between the in between the um timelines. Yeah, which like by by the way, like the omega level ones, like the omega level mutants, if you read the comics, there's only like in the entirety of, you know, the entire like Marvel comics, there's only like 10 or 12 of them running around. And they're basically, they're so goddamn powerful. They're basically gods. Yeah. Kind of gods. Um, it, it depends how deep you get into it, but yeah, there, there's a bunch of those running around. It, also, if you look at, there's different kinds of magic in, in the Marvel universe. There's like the omega magic. There's like, um, there's the mag. So the magic that, that, wanda uses and the magic that dr strange uses are kind of different and then there's agatha harkness who's who uses yet another kind of magic i can't remember all the names of them right now because i'm pretty fucking drunk but there's different kinds of magic that they use inside the marvel universe and depending on where that magic comes from it could come from energy from the multiverse it could come from energy from the omega level characters like you're mentioning or it could come from ancient demons yeah well, that's a, like this is like this is not like a new concept. Like no, you're, you're right. There's like there's, I think they call them schools or tri- tribes or whatever. Yeah. But like even in the, the DC universe, there's like you know there's magic, but there's a bunch of different fucking you know ideologies behind. And sure. it's the same thing for fucking M- M- uh, the Marvel universe as sure. well. Yeah. Yeah, but like oh shit, like that that fucking dropped that, that fucking bomb dropped when she's like, "Yo, I'm Agatha Harkness." I was like, "Oh fuck." Yeah. And did you see the book that was glowing on her shelf? She had that book that was glowing on her shelf. Uh, that That is the, um, uh, I forgot what it's called. I think it's called the, oh shit, I can't remember. I'm so drunk now. But there's a there's a major book. There's like the Book of the Dead for Marvel. And it was written by a, a super demon. And, he, and all magic spells for that kind of magic were in that book. And she had that on her shelf. It's kind of a glowing book. And it was only on screen for like a two, couple seconds. Now, what happened was that Wanda has twins. She was she thinks she got pregnant by vision, but that's kind of impossible because the vision is a, a synthoid. Mm. He doesn't have any mechanics to get somebody pregnant. But what happened was um, in the comic book, at least Mephisto's soul was fractured into six pieces. And two of those pieces became um, Wanda's twins. So Mephisto's soul is basically uh, Wanda's twin Wiccan and speed. And he wants to try to reabsorb them, and then and then Agatha actually works for Mephisto in the comic book. So I don't know if they're going to do the same thing with uh, with uh, with the show. They might because in in the MCU they don't always necessarily necessarily follow the comic book hundred percent. Like for example, uh, they, no, they they definitely do not. 
Yes. And, I, and also, I think particularly with this series, I think they're going to definitely start start lobbing curveball curveballs at you mm-hmm. because, like, even like even if you rewind it before the series came out, like they have like how many previews do they have? Like twelve different previews. They're all only like you know short clips, so they're only like thirty seconds. It's like that's kind. I mean, it gave us a little bit of a feel for this series, but it's kind of not telling us a whole hell of a lot about it. Also, so, there's like, scenes that weren't even, even there's scenes in the previews that aren't even part of the series they do that on purpose now um yeah you could be correct like i i watched the first like three or four and i was like yeah enough i'll just watch it when the series comes out yeah the series is fantastic stop cock teasing me you fucking anime character (laughs) yeah i i recommend if you have if you have Disney Plus here in Japan, definitely check out WandaVision. If you're a comic book nerd, hit us up. Let us know what you think about it. All right, Tom, I think that's it for my side. What do you got left on your side? Uh, nothing. That's about it. But like, I was going to ask you one quick question. You know, how many how many episodes? Like, what's the run like? Because I, I think they're at seven now. Yeah, it's going to be ten. Ten is the complete. So there's oh, two. Oh, it's going to be ten. Oh, shit. shit. So it's, it's Eight, gonna, like, in three weeks, it's going to be done. Yeah, three weeks, three left. Okay. 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 Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking fucking forward to that. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. Well, because uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier starts in March. That looks fucking awesome, man. I'm gonna watch it. You know, I can't help it. Everything Marvel, I'll eat it up. Yeah. It's, 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 same for me. I'm just like Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding, right? Yeah. But yeah, man. Like, look, look, like, just like. Marvel just keeps pulling a rabbit out of a hat. They took like characters no one gave a shit about or no one knows about. Look at like the fucking Guardians of the Galaxy. Amazing, I love fucking, those movies. Yeah, they were they were fucking amazing. I'm not knocking them, but like they were some. Even me as a hardcore Marvel fanboy, I've heard of those characters and never read any comic books. There were some obscure fucking characters from the '70s. They fucking brought him back, breathed new life, and found a nice Indian director with James Gunn and said, like, yeah, fucking go nuts. And like now they're just absolutely beloved. There, there were some parts I knew, like the Nova Corps, like in the very first one, they talked about the Nova Corps because there's a character called Nova in the Young Avengers. So I knew about the Nova Corps, but like I didn't read the young, I didn't read the Guardians of the Galaxies when I was a kid. No way. No. No, same here, man. Like I, I, I know most of these storylines because, like, some of, I haven't read all the storylines, but I've read like I'm on some uh, comic books mailing lists, you yeah. know, forums where people geek out about them. So I've heard like summaries and like this and that discussion. Same here. Uh, 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 uh. So yeah, it's got this fucking future is bright, man, dude. Like fucking mad respect. I've I've always really liked Sam as a character. So fucking you know him being like you know him being the next Captain America, I think is fucking cool. Great. That's gonna be uh, yeah, in March. I think March. 15th or 18th i'm not sure which which date but it starts so they got to wrap up wanda they got to wrap up i think i think it's i think it's pretty fucking dope though but he's got like you know he's gonna be captain america he's got the fucking wings like you know the bald eagle imagery i think i think that's fucking cool also i always had mad respect for him as a character because i always thought he was fucking cool but like the best part about that i'm really looking forward to is like him and bucky just fucking hate each other that whole fucking frenemy dynamic yeah, and they played it up in the previews. It's like, oh, this is gonna be so fucking good. It's gonna be like you know, fucking Cobra Kai with uh, you know, fucking Johnny and Daniel son, like you know, just fucking you know, staring each other down, having a pissing contest. It's gonna be fucking great. Keep when it comes right after us now. When it comes out, we'll discuss it here on the show. No problem, man. Yeah, yeah, man. 
see that that's that's the one thing we don't get to do typically is because like unfortunately if you don't know this like you know the movies in, in japan are delayed so like some of the marvel movies like it could it could be a couple of months it could be a couple of weeks but like by the time it's out there's like you know five bazillion fucking youtube videos breaking down every minor point of the movie and yes. so it's like eh, it's not current we just move on but now now we've got streaming that fucking comes out like worldwide at the same time yeah so like you know we, we can still be hip and relevant so yeah right. we'll definitely break that fucking shit down absolutely man all right tom all right Thanks bro man, man. it's good talking to you man all right brother yeah, cheers man all right bye-bye yeah keep, keep your chin up uh, i'll talk to you later man fucking always good to talk with you like you're always welcome welcome at our table come on back thanks buddy see you soon Yo, what's up, Vaders? Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Vaded Japan. I am your... What? Oh, fuck. They did the show without me? Aw, oh, son of a bitch! My own brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. <laughs> Out the pressure. I can't take it. I can't take it. I can't take it. You sure I should use me? We're going freaky. We came, we saw, we kicked his ass. Your move, creep. Oh, man, I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.